When you're searching for the best prices on tickets to sports, concerts, or live shows, you've got to download the GameTime app. Whether you're planning the perfect night out or looking for something fun at the last minute, GameTime has you covered with deals up to 60% off. Forgot to plan ahead? No worries. GameTime has incredible last-minute ticket deals that get better as the event gets closer. Simply download the app to see a curated ticket list, including GameTime exclusive flash deals and zone deals that let you choose your section and pay less when GameTime selects your specific seats. With top-notch customer service and the lowest price guaranteed, there's a reason GameTime is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the world. Finding amazing deals for the best seats has never been easier. Score last-minute tickets for up to 60% off today. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PODCAST for 10% off your first purchase. That's code PODCAST for 10% off. For the best ticket deals on sports, concerts, or live shows, download GameTime now. Terms apply. Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. And welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. Richard Hobbs here this week. On the show, we have Luke Thompson. Hello. Ben Husband. Hello. Stu Hall. I'm not going to say anything today, hello. Why are you going to say anything? Because you were waiting, you anticipate me derailing it straight away, so I'm not going to do it. I'll, gonna, no. I'll build it in later. That's fine, that's fine. We'll talk about it in a minute. And we've got Chris. It's the first time on the pod. Yeah, how are we doing? Yeah, how are you feeling about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed, mixed. But it's a great time to... To go yeah, on like, after a, a yeah, win. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Unbeaten and free, can't complain. Need to ask some initiation questions, though, to make sure you're kind of eligible to carry yeah. on. I'm not sure what we'll do otherwise. I know, I think about my answers. First of all, best hair at Wolves? I was going to say Costa. Okay. But I'm going to change my mind now after I saw that Ben Marshall seems to be in front of the camera every five seconds. He's got this like wet happen. look, swoop, yeah, end it's, hair, it's, it's it's thing going terrible. on. So. You've made a poor start. He's going for volume over style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. I mean, that's <laughs> taking that some serious product in that as well. He had a hairband on as well at one point, which I'm... Obviously, I'm advocating that after. He's, yeah. he's very hairy as well, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know him that speaking, well. I, mean, I, mean, I was going to say, know. speaking of hairy players, Danny Barr, he's got he- tremendously hairy legs, which I did not notice <laughs> yesterday. That'd be socks. <laughs> yeah, he's got, oh, he's yeah. got ginger hair. What's your one? Favourite Wolves player who isn't Steve Ball? I'm going to go with Paul Butler. Okay. And, and the reason why, <laughs> the reason why, when we got promoted, there was a chap next to me and he sat behind me for the whole season. And every time he got the ball, he keeps screaming, hero, hero. And other time, it's just sort of ingrained in me. And then I started shouting, hero. <laughs> and he did a Superman dive type block the once, which it has always stuck in my mind. So I've always said that Butler is the hero. That, it's a bit, it's a bit of Pavlovian conditioning there. I'm not going to say hero. Enrique Iglesias, hero. You just imagine Paul Butler instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that later. Yeah. Um, That's got to be the first time that anyone's ever answered yeah. that question with Paul Butler. <laughs> I'm not sure who mine is. To show. I don't think I've actually answered it. Yeah, two and a half years in. It's got to be Sylvan Evacs Blake, ain't it? Possibly, I don't know. Well, mine was Mike Stell. Well, great yeah. keeper. Yeah. I think mine was Les Scott, actually. Someone find out. Yes. It's on Dick through the records. Um, should we move on and talk about a bit of football? No. No. Or should we just... Let's <laughs> just ask um, it's just Chris fake, questions just on fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. More small talk, <laughs> please. Chris, tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Take the spotlight off me in a minute. Quickly cover news. There's not really been much this week, but 
your boy Duckins Nazon's got another goal for the under 23s. And it was, any, any of it was you a great it? finish. Yeah. It was a lovely yeah, little finish. Yeah, he's caught it sweet. Yeah. Who did he score against you? Where he did like a little Ronaldo chop and then fired it in? I don't know, Ronaldo's. but he's got some skills on him. Right, skills with a Z. Was it Villa? Let the duck loose. Free the duck. Feed the duck and he'll score. I have already got visions of if he ever makes it, that when he does score, they're just going to start chuck, like a, and chucking bread on yeah. the pitch. <laughs> yeah. He needs to do like a duck celebration thing. or something. I'd, I'd just, the old, the old dung, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why we're so surprised. I mean, have any of you saw any Indian Premier League? Because <laughs> <laughs> the standard is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he, he's got to be getting somewhere near the first team because he seems to be kind of consistently playing through development squad. And he seems to be picking up goals. I don't know if it's because he's older than a lot of the players and he's just physically built better than a lot of them. Has he ever played for Lambert at any of his previous clubs? No. He's not that close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, get, long, <laughs> you get the Lambert stock response that he's not match fit. Yeah. Which right. well, well, you know. Going from the glorious thing in Premier League, he wouldn't be fit for the Sunday League, would he really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but looking at that, I mean... You, don't, you ain't going to be doing that kind of thing if you're unfit. So, yeah. you'll get one, one helping chance. Do you, re- do you reckon he'll get sort of sub last game of the season or something? Yeah, yeah maybe possibly tomorrow. Yeah. What I'm Does hoping... that mean Gladham is further down the pecking order? Oh, that was going to be my thing. I'm hoping last game of the season. Double header. 4 4 2. <laughs> Gladham Nazon up top. Imagine the chats they've had about Corey's. <laughs> Gladden in the shift, yeah. not in his yeah. 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 That would make a great Channel 5 series, wouldn't it? Gladden in the shift, not in his shift, not in his shift, there's a story, he's got a massive smile on his face. Yeah, exactly. He's with his bird, he's watching some Eredivisie, <laughs> he's in he's the shift nice Balti, he's at the boring with his. He's hitting Fubo in Birmingham. It's just like an all expenses paid holiday to Wolverhampton. Now, who wouldn't. He's <laughs> <who laughs> living the dream. You know what I mean? I'm sure. There's many Dutch youngsters now <laughs> training hard, saying, fucking one day. Wolves will pick me up and yeah. I'll be able Young to get to the ball. Yeah. I could be the next Paul Gladden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Young Sadovs. Following yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I don't know where it goes. No. <laughs> <laughs> the well, experience. Yeah. Although I did see his um, Instagram story yesterday which was, I think, pretty much at the time Wolves were playing. It was just him having a selfie. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, trying to work out, is he actually in London? Like, he's just Gone on a trip down. If, 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 if he was there, it would just be a total coincidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Driving past off the cuff. Yeah. There's Paul yeah. 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 Wait, Wait. Hell, Paul. Helder. Helder. Yeah. I'll catch you later. It's fine. I'll, we'll talk later. Yeah, honestly, don't give a fuck. Oh, that's quality. quality. What an attitude. You've got people like Jed Wallace moaning. Yeah. He knows he's never <laughs> even going to get on the club. He's not even calling and me. And he doesn't even care. <laughs> no one even knows who Gladden is. No. I'd be yeah. surprised if he turns up to training. It's no, like, he does turn Chris up to training. Chris could be glad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. And we'd be like, we, no, one, no one even knows. Seriously, we've got to get into with him at some point yeah, this season. Got He's got the time. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, yeah, he can't say he's struggling for time. Can yeah. Oh, and I'm going to squeeze you into my business schedule. Even now, with, with, with the new band or points or whatever for using your phone behind the wheel, he just films everywhere he goes yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> just just driving down the road. He does a Straight out of shit. <laughs> title, <Yeah>. title. <laughs> That's my answer to the seatball question, by the way. Paul Gladden. <laughs> he's definitely cut. Whatever happens this season, even if we go down, Paul Gladden will be sort of our ray of sunshine. I hope throughout all of this. Beautiful man as well, to be fair. Very good looking man. He looks a lot like um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. A lot like the actor Guy Pearce. Never yeah. heard of him. Oh no. You, never seen you should know by now, I don't do films. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think I have You're younger than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, he was in Neighbours all years and years ago, or Home and Away. He was in one of them. Um, but it, Memento. He was in. Um, Toadfish. He was in Iron Man 3. Contemporary reference. He was the bad guy in Iron Man 3. He's in Iron Man 3. Okay, that's Guy Pierce. Mm, I'm not sure. I'll find a better photo. Do you think? It's know. a jaw, I reckon. Is it great audio feature? Yeah, well, <laughs> this is it. Don't worry, I can, do, I can do bits on SoundCloud and add a photo. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Look at your MP3 players now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, in other news, um, I think the early birds fini almost finished now. Um, but the club released, I think it was yesterday, but we've now sold 7,000 of these new ticket scheme, which is apparently a 400% increase on last year. Don't get me wrong, I know it's because fans are entitled to a discount if X amount of people sign up. Does it not just go to show sort of how few people got one this season then? They hit it well. Yeah. yeah. They hit the, no, they don't announce the facts until the very end, do they? Mm. They never do. Yeah. It's a bit of a stat manipulation. Yeah. But I think it's got to be down to the 23 quids for under 12s as well. Mm. I mean, they said that they're all adult tickets, have they? Um, yeah. Was under 17 like 50 quid as well? 50 quid for So you just know the safe bank's going to be full of kids in um, snide Stone Island jackets. It already is. Well, I was going to say. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think I would like to see the figures on the under 17. We want, we yeah. want a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got Ethan one just because it's 23 quid yeah. a year. That's what, I mean, I'm going to get myself an under 17s ticket as well. Yeah, it's so. Is that just for yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you implemented like um, a little section? You know the Express of Star podcast? Yeah. I They've got know. Abuse of the Week. What of oh, the fans? We should so, definitely I, That's what that. I mean. The Express oh, of, since get... I've stopped coming on here, the Express of Star podcast have been taking the f***ing piece. <laughs> <laughs> We know it's going to be the same three people. Yeah. I'm on tete a tete last night. Yeah. yeah, so moving on to the last couple of games. It's been a bit of a roller coaster ride for Wolfsands in the last four days. We went from booing at the final whistle against Rotherham despite picking up a 1 0 win to the sheer jubilation on Tuesday night when we beat Brentford 2 1. We'll touch on Rotherham briefly to start with, although I think. None of us really want to talk about it too much because it's in the past now. It's all in the past. Yeah, I mean, everything up this until is now is in the past. <laughs> Were fans right to boo at the final whistle? Yes. We'll go around the table. Um, yeah, we've got every right to boo. Pay the money. Yeah, I think I didn't. I always boo. I gave it. Yeah, exactly. Boo and nobody. Yeah, that's, that sounds <laughs> right. A little, sl a little sly clap as I, as I always yeah. do. But I think at the end of the day, it, it is it is a business, and you know, people pay their money. Are you not entertained? Exactly, exactly. If if I had a receipt of some description, I'd have probably asked for a percentage of yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, I think it's slightly robbed. Yeah, I think it's potentially the worst. Ever wall picture I've ever seen. Yeah, I ain't seen anything yeah. like that before. No. It, it was no. it was so odd, and I mean, the team we lined up with essentially a four-five-one with two very defensive midfielders against probably the worst team this division's ever seen. It's the worst team. Well, compare compare and contrast the worst team in the country on form. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in relative terms, what, what, is, what is the lowest points total? Yeovil would have been quite low, I think, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, but Yeovil at least has some level of heart in their performance. And, you know, they yeah. work hard and they clearly were a team well out of their depth, whereas well, Rotherham... They're as bad as that Derby team were in the Premier League, yeah. easily. And they got one point away from home all season. They should have beat us. It was pathetic. Yeah, they should have beat us, but without a shadow of a doubt. The chances that they had was tenfold compared to what we created. Yeah. It should have been two up in about 15 minutes, shouldn't they? Yeah, it was... Yeah worrying stuff and I think if they'd have managed to have got that goal in in that first 15 minutes it would have turned very toxic it would have been like Burnley in 2012 I think yeah it, well at the very least mm. and you could see I mean with the atmosphere at, um, like I said last week at Ipswich was quite ridiculous it was mm. completely dead that it was far off it mm. at, at points last week and ready to turn yeah it, it was just like everyone was waiting they were waiting for something to go wrong to have a go. Yeah. And I said this morning, what was the quote that you went to steal off me? The Molly New Moan. That, that I said to you, yeah, yeah I remember that. I think that should just be the new name of this podcast. <laughs> the Molly New Moan. It's not one or two shouts, it's just a kind of... Yeah. Like, a, like a white noise yeah. of this disgruntlement. Mm. Word of the week. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just shit. Well, it, was, it was pathetic. We should have lost... They've got a top goal scorer with 10 goals and they're bottom of the league with 17 points. Yeah. That shows the difference. And their goal scorer is better than ours and we still scraped a win and deservedly got booed off. Mm. Was anyone surprised when that chance came at the very end? <laughs> you, yeah. know, you don't even have to guess it anymore. You know it's coming. Yeah. 
and it was there for him to take and take the point and that would have just been well, I think a it's disaster. Prob- I think it's probably saved Lambert's job. We'll see how long it does, but yeah. I think if that goal goes in, I don't see how he carries on. No. Um, so, and he's got to score as well. It's a ridiculous chance at the end. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think if that goes in, Lambert's probably not. Was it their big? Se- it was their big centre half, wasn't it? Yeah, Sammy Ajay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I commented during the game because he was very much a no nonsense centre half, and they clearly like a bit disorganised. It reminded me of that bloke in Sunday League, who's a mate of someone in the team. He's not really part of the team. He's, just said, he's actually just, on loan from Cardiff, so you've oh, got a point now. <laughs> Should have redone my research. But yeah, like he, he was just like flying into stuff. It's like, if you get booked, tell him your name's John Lee or something like that. Just, <laughs> um, couple of players I'll touch on briefly. Edwards, again, very poor. A lot of people have been talking about his passing stats. In fact, he only made, I think it was 16 passes throughout the whole game. Don't get me wrong, it's terrible from a, a midfielder's point of view. And it's might be me being a bit stupid, does, but does that not mean that he's only been passed two sixteen times? Mm. Which for... You can move, though. Yeah. You but can he, move for the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you which, don't have to just stand where the ball's not. No, but that would be honestly, you can look at his, where he's actually picking up the ball and where he's being passed to. And again, it might... I don't know... He's never not usually in the middle of the park. Yeah. But all his passes are almost in this U shape from the centre circle to the corners of the park. I know they're playing different positions, but if you watch a midfielder like Sace or McDonald last year, they're constantly moving in positions where the ball is going to be. They show for the ball. Edwards doesn't show doesn't, for the ball. No. He's constantly running where he hopes someone will hit the ball. He doesn't show for a pass at any point. He's always trying to make a glory run, which nine times out of ten don't work and that's why you pick stuck in kickoffs. Mm. but to be honest Edwards debates there's going to be people on one side there's going to be people on the other and it's not going I to think, change really. no I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with the he actually doesn't come shown for the ball an awful lot and it shows in the team I guess quite a bit of the time um, which is something I noticed when Morgan Gibbs-White came on who's 17 but every time his head was on a pivot, you know, almost like in. Look at all. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> he was always looking to see where everything was, and every time the ball came, he was always looking for it. And but isn't that one of the fundamental parts of being a footballer? Painting a picture of yeah. the whole pitch, not just what's directly yeah. in front of you, and honestly, showing for the ball, being that option. You well, know, how, how can how can your team progress up the field? If you're not giving them an option mm, yeah. to, to pass to, yeah, I think it's an age thing as well. And he's been, Gibbs White's obviously been 17. He's brought up in the in the in not, that kind yeah. of the the Barcelona genius team and all that kind mm. of thing. That kind of look where you're going, but, pass, pass, pass. But but players haven't been taught just to paint a picture of the field and show yeah. for the ball in the last ten years. No, no, no I know what you mean. But no. he's, he's a very different I player. Think, I, mean, I think the funniest that, thing about Edwards is people go on about him like he's the most selfless player in the world. I actually think he's quite a selfish player in the way that he does play. Um, he runs around a lot, which you know is obviously an element. But in terms of the team, I, I don't feel he actually offers a lot for the team, which is why you can say he scores these goals, but he doesn't show for anyone else. Mm. And that's my main issue. I, I think him. I think people wouldn't mind if Edwards was used how he should be used exactly. in terms of his ability as a squad player. But Impact. because he's yeah, but because he's a starter and he started what the last ten or something now, mm. that's I think that's what gets people back up because if we want to aspire to be a top six team or in the bottom four or six in the Premier League within a couple of seasons, Dave Edwards isn't a player for that level, not week in week mm. out starting. If you're going to start a player of Dave Edwards' quality week in week out, don't be surprised to see yourself in the middle half or lower of the championship. But it's like what we said last week with um, Savile though. It's not, it's not his fault he's been picked. No, it's, it's, so, it's, it's not. Um, I know we're skipping around, but last night it was the complete opposite of Saturday. Yeah. Um, Saturday he was, he was awful. He was one of the worst games he's had for a long time. Mm, yeah. Well, but Saturday thought, price yeah. as well. I wrote him off after Saturday. I just thought he may as well have not have been on the pitch. He didn't, he didn't yeah. offer anything. Mm. Like you're saying about the, the giving and the going. He'll pass the ball... And then he'll just like turn his back and just like run mm. off with no idea of 
where he should be going for whoever's got the ball to give yeah. it back to him. Yeah. I mean, like Luke said, I think the main annoyance is the fact that Price has a bad game, he's dropped. Sais has a bad game, he's dropped. Evans, Savile were saying. Edwards is bulletproof, completely mm. and utterly mm. bulletproof. And like it's it's not his fault, but no. he is at the moment, and that's what is causing like the biggest anger in Wolves fans. If he was used as Savile is and as Evans is, and as all the other midfielders are, I, do, I don't think there would be this mm. level of animosity towards him. It's only because he is just plays every game. At the end of the season, if you go on a stats website and click on Dave Edwards' name, you should see appearances, 14, then a bracket, 10. That Because that's just what the sort of game time he should be getting. Mm. 14 starts a season, 10 off the bench. Mm. Because that's his level for a club of, of our size and where we want to be. And I think that's what annoys people the most, that these calibre of players are playing 40-plus games a season. The only thing you had on Saturday was Vardman playing in his proper position and Ben Marshall again having one of the, his best game at the time. I was going to say, who came out of the Rotherham game strongly? I actually thought Savile had a good game at left-back yeah. personally. I don't think he put a foot wrong. Marshall, great pass for a goal. And Ryman with the finish. And the thing which I didn't even realise until later, but it was Price who, Price's forward pass yeah. for, to Costa Lou to win the penalty. Because you just don't expect that to happen. No, mm. But it was the only thing he did all game. We give the ball away for one the um, the second chance that the guy should have scored. Um, okay. And I know it happened last week as well. Oh, no. um, but Sais give the ball away as well. So yeah, but Sais and Price when they both. I mean, the midfield, the midfield was that, fucking awful. That, mid, that was the, the problem. That midfield three just didn't know how to work against a fairly defensive operation. I mean, them, them three, there was no movement whatsoever between the three of them. For mm. as a collective, there was it was three individuals playing together. <laughs> it's just all time, it's fine. Price, I mean, Price and Sais were great on um, Ipswich. Yeah. But yeah. that's against Ipswich. When you need to go forward, that's been the problem all season at home. Yeah. With the midfield, it's not been good the problem for last, well, year, 18 months at Wolves, that at home we just haven't turned it on enough. Yeah. And playing with wingers, if the wingers ain't going to give the ball, there's no point. Mm. And the only way they're going to get the ball is from the midfield who don't pass to each other. So that, that was a fundamental breakdown problem. And I mean, I think that moves us quite nicely on to yesterday's game where we played Savile and Evans in the midfield. The FA Cup. The, the FA Cup duo, the dream team, as it were, and they bossed the game. You had Savile in his natural position doing what he's good at, which is breaking up play, alongside Evans, who's a, a bit more of a progressive passer than Price, and Wolves pretty much dominated mo- large chunks of the game, wouldn't you say? Evans, uh, his best game for Wolves. Shadow of a day, better than Liverpool game. He was superb last night. I know, I think... Tim Spears was raving about him as well, but yeah, it's fully justified. He played really, really well. Um, but you know, the, the topic of the day again, Edwards. You can't fault him last night. But he, no, scored. No, he should have yeah, scored. He should have yeah. scored. He should have. Scored. He probably should have got a trick as well. He yeah. only showed it on the highlights about his two headed misses from yeah. corners. Mm. Um, but Were the, they by any chance both near post headers? No, they're far post. Really? Yeah, and there, there was one he was kind of like leaning back a bit, and he went kind of over, but. The one on one, he was he should have done better with that, mm. um, but he made up with it for the winning goal when he, he he charged the ball down and then it was his pass again down the line for Cavallero to cross for Costa. No one else would have done that. If it no wasn't for his work rate, he, he wouldn't. No one would have got near him. And it, it was his work rate last night that I know he, he runs around and whatever, but it was his work rate. It was infectious last night. Everyone was doing it, not just him, and that was the difference. Um, you had Vyman who we, we all thought it was a stupid thing to do moving now because he'd played so well in the middle mm. but put him on the left they don't actually stick to that where they're supposed to be they move around a lot yeah. to be fair Costa in recent re- recent weeks has played more of a left wing than he has to right a lot of the time yeah and and Dico was going out to the wings and then the, when Costa was coming inside and Vyman was going in the middle it was like the, fir- the front three were rotating and mm. that's, that ain't happened all season at all let alone under Lambert and it was Cavalero was the difference coming on because they, they were terrified of the pace and again something we ain't seen for a while mm. I mean in terms of sort of the subs 
Cavalier and Marshall both came on and both had major parts for both of the goals. It seemed that Lambert saw that the writing was on the wall and was, you know, we're in a point position where we weren't going to get anything out of that game and he took the attacking gamble, which I can't really see him doing everything. He hasn't done it, has he? I mean, no. if you go back to the Ipswich game, they were there for the taking. He didn't make the changes. Mm. He made positive changes last night that... From wasn't at the game, but you know, listening on, on the radio and whatever, you felt you you felt that we have got a chance here. We've got a chance of getting some. You know, it's not going to be the same case of we've had all the play, we've had so many blocks on the line. You thought with these changes, we we are going to get a sniff. I mean, Dico Dico should have scored. Oh no, I mean, that was a great oh. bit of um, play in the build up for him. It was yeah. it, it was Costa and Edwards. Yeah, and it, it was actually where he's supposed to have been. He was playing as a proper ten rather than just fucking around. He was. He was more disciplined last night than he has been for a long time, but everyone was. And having, having a bit of balance as well with Doherty back at, at left-back, so you, you could kind of trust him to roll forward and let the front three wander off and do the little mixing thing. And then Mar- when Marshall came on, because I, I said to Andy, it was the first time I'd actually met Andy in person hmm. yesterday. We've been, the, yeah, been, we'd been on podcast together. One of weird situations. Well, the first time we we known each other kind of on and off yeah. like in the line, which we just realised again. Yeah. Um, but never met Andy before, so we had a few beers before, and as you do, and um, lads. <laughs> Is that lads in capital letters? Yeah, or? like four times as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not part of any groups like that. So. <laughs> but we um, when we said at the time when he he come on, he said, "Well, that's that looks defensive." Every when he, he ran back and he looked like oh. he was going to be in central midfield. But it was a whole thing of everyone rotating and moving position. Yeah, I think everyone sort of seemed, as you can't touch on, on the same wavelength. Yeah. And one of the things with Edwards, I don't really want to keep talking about him, but he makes that if he makes that kind of attacking run, then you know, fair enough. If people are passing to him and people are going for that Hollywood pass, but if they're not, then it it all falls apart and. You need everyone to be on the same wavelength, yeah. and I don't know what it might have been that they had a rocket up them. They might have been working on it, and actually, they finally got the system they needed to. But everyone just seemed to. It was fluid, and it yeah. clicked. And I think the thing was the ball are in the fucking air all the time. It was on mm. the floor, and they passed to each other, which is you'd think it'd be quite a basic thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there was no crossfield balls or Hollywood balls, like you said. There was mm. not, none of that nonsense. It was a full. It was disciplined. Like full on charge, it was an assault from the start. And the only bad thing was Danny Bath being ridiculously drawn into that, into the mm. three wall, then leaving Markham for the goal. But apart from that, it was told not to domination from start to finish, yeah. and we hadn't seen that for a long, long time. That second half sounded like the um, game at Villa Park. When it yeah, was yeah, wave after wave yeah, after very wave similar. after wave. But obviously, on this occasion, we got this, got the second, and got the winner. I, mean, was, I, I liked how. Lambert essentially brought on two wingers to really kind of stretch the play and make sure that actually we're going to have to go direct. But he's putting on players who can get in a really good delivery. And, you know, Marshall's ball for Doherty, who, again, on the score sheet from left back, <laughs> just, but he, I mean, he was in a position where you'd want your left winger, but he yeah. gambled he, on it. And he never gets in a position from right back. Ever. No, it's 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 amazing how he kind of picks up those positions. And then, as we kind of touched on the winning goal, two minutes later, I barely had time to tweet about the first goal. <laughs> and delicious ball in from Cavallero, but what a finish by Costa! Yeah. Like the more times you see it, the harder. It I mean, was for him to yeah, kind of so make that uh, contact. The video don't the the official video don't do it justice. Mm. I mean, what that that video that the, the girl put on? Yeah, have you seen that one? Yeah, from behind the yeah. yeah. From, I mean, she was looking just in front of me, mm. but from that angle, you can see how, how well he struck it, and it was right in the it was right in the top corner. It didn't look like that on the on the proper thing, but no, it was one of them. On our current form, that would have been blasted over the stand and hit yeah. someone's car or something like that, but it was perfect. And everyone went proper mental, which is more, more enjoyable than anything else. Mm. It, it was like, it was all the celebrations were almost as as crazy as the Liverpool game. Yeah, it was that it was that mental, and it, but it was fully deserved. That was the thing. Yeah, they deserved it. No, it's, I mean, with Costa, he I think has 
Ben noted um, before the show that was his first goal from open play since Boxing Day in the league. Yeah, in the league. he got the one at Stoke, didn't he? Yeah, in the FA Cup. And I mean, he seems to have struggled a bit the last couple of months, as everybody has in that team. In fairness, and I think yesterday just kind of showed that you know it's the old form is temporary, but well, I think classes. I think the way we've been playing recently doesn't suit the way mm. Costa playing direct to a big centre forward doesn't do anything because for one it doesn't give him room to get behind players because we're going so direct and two he wants to be running at players he mm. doesn't and he doesn't want to feed enough scraps does exactly. No. exactly you need to get, the ball, you need get the ball to him quickly when he's moving forward and if you get him stuck out on the wing and the halfway line someone's going to just take his ankles out and yeah. he's going to get sick of it and he won't triple mark last night because they couldn't yeah. because everyone else was you're the front four at times with Marshall as well. Um, you know, the front four all looking dangerous. Mm. Poor Rico Henry. He, he's got about four arseholes today. He was absolutely rude <laughs> apart. Um, but that was, that was the, what we said last week about when Cavalero coming back, taking some pressure off him. Mm. He won't just Cavalero, it was Vyman as well. And then Marshall later on. Yeah. And Dicko to some extent, but he's, I wouldn't even start him on Saturday. Um, but you'll come into that in a minute. Yeah. Um, Working man's man of the match, I know Stu, I think, was the only one there. Who would you doff your cap to and give your cans of lager to? <laughs> I'm not going to say Evans because that's just, it's too easy. Um, I'd probably say Evans hmm. just because of, he was he, he was so composed and he, he did work well and he did play very, very well. So yeah, I'd say Lee Evans. It doesn't really strike me as the sort of person who'd go for lager, but we, no, we can we can pick out something appropriate. Lager and loin, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Love the <a> top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just all top. <laughs> <laughs> His brother might have rather, wouldn't <laughs> That moves us quite nicely onto Fulham at the weekend. We're back down in London. Do you reckon they're just going to stay over in London have to take him sights for a couple of days in between the two? Or do you reckon... Actually, you come back and do a bit of training. Gladden's two of us from what you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's staying now, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the London yeah. um, Fulham, obviously in great form at the moment. They drew two all yesterday with uh, Blackburn in sort of the dying minutes of that game. When we played them earlier this season, it was four all. Probably one of the most, I was going to say, entertaining. Um, probably for a neutral game we've actually seen at Molyneux all season. How do people think we're going to get on? <laughs> it's going to be tough, isn't it? Yeah. I really, that last minute goal of Blackburn's, just for me, I, I felt a bit sick because I thought if they've got the 2 1 win there, their mentality might be slightly different mm. going into Saturday. Now I think everything's changed for them. I think they're going to really want to go for the three points, go pull out. And, I mean, they, they're blitz rated Newcastle, were they? Yeah. I mean, they passed them off the park. And. <laughs> If you'd have said this on, on Sunday morning, I would have said we were really about 8-0. We <laughs> 30% possession, but because the team's so stupid, and it, we are, it is like we have got bipolar disorder or something. The, um, Ghosts. <laughs> Ghosts. Um, I, I honestly have no idea. Absolutely no clue. Because the team won't be the same, will it? You ain't going to pick the same say, team again. What team we, do you reckon we're looking at? <laughs> just right, yeah. If I get a hat and just yeah. bits of paper, I reckon we'll be able to sort of. Squad number bingo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, ideally, ideal team. Ideally, then, the okay. team that finished. The, the team that finished last night. I mean, apart from Vyman, I'll play Vyman up front and Calvin Costa. So, would Calvin you go Costa. Vyman up front, Calvin Costa on the wings, and then. Marshall behind. Marshall behind. Well, it doesn't really matter where you put them because they all interchange with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cavalero came on and he was for a lot of it. He was playing as a ten, and yeah. then he was he was going out. I mean, he went out wide for the for his cross for the goal, yeah. but he was playing in the middle. I might see Cavalero as a ten. He was. Yeah. He was. Ter- he was terrifying, and it, I said on the on the lads' ads lads earlier on that he, he was a force of nature. Mm. He was like a battering ram. Do what, it, what about Sace? Yeah, yeah. I'll bring Sace back. I'll bring Sace back with and put Evans. Yeah. That's do you, what, that's do you not think you need someone a bit more combative because Fulham play a lot of possession-based football? No, Sace is... The only other option is bringing Price back and against that he's just going to be running around. Mm. I'd be tempted to go Sable. Mm. I mean, he, he was, well, he seems undroppable at the minute, doesn't he? So you, I would be tempted to go Sable. Do we think the opinion's starting to turn on Sable? 
I've I've always had the opinion of that technically, yes, he's not the best. But I think you know that when he's in the squad, like you mentioned about mm. uh, when he played at fullback, you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. That he's going to work hard. Now it's not what you want to win games, but I think you can rely on him. I really do. Because I know sort of Stu, you. I hate him. Yeah. I absolutely despise him to start with. Um, for a good long time because he, he looked like he had a chip on his shoulder but yeah, yeah hands up to be fair he's knuckled down and mm. all that all that nonsense all that London Cockney swagger it's all gone yeah. and I think moving into left back I think that's what he had I haven't, I haven't seen him play dreadfully bad no, no that's, no. that's no. the thing it's just, just, just not a standard game where I thought he was the worst player I, I genuinely I might not have seen enough games of him I can't remember leaving a match and thinking Sam was the worst player on the pitch. Mm. The only times that happened was when he was put on left wing, and again, that ain't his fault. Exactly. Yeah, he's not yeah. a winger. Or just hacking mid. Yeah. It's a 7 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, he's standard. Um, I mean, he, did all, he, he didn't have a great game last time, I and mean, that's why I, I just said, well, I'm not, I'd bring his ace back. But you couldn't argue with him playing again with, with the, the FA Cup Dream Team. I mean, because that is what they do. And them two work together. When they've played together, they've yeah. won together. Exactly. So you can't uh, mind. <laughs> And that's all you can ask. Yeah, I love the play. idea of him just going into Lambert's office on Friday. <laughs> 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 Listen, we're playing. We play together, we win together. Because I've only played together what, three or four times this week. But every game, that's one. They do complement each other quite well. So Before we get hit in the uh, corrections mm-hmm. part, didn't they play together against Burton? No. No? no. no. We're just saying no. Okay. <laughs> I'll deal with the tweets. It's it's don't, don't ruin the man. But I would bring size in just because I would play size yeah, every yeah. single game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you could you could put something you mess with the system. Yeah. Then you could put Evans as a kind of to have it as a flat three mm. in midfield. But then you and then you got Marshall on the bench, but you can bring him on, and then we actually got options. Yeah, back to well, Zenga. Yeah, for the four three three. Then <laughs> yeah, and you could play a flat three with Evans pushing slightly uh, further up. Yeah, and then you'd have. You know the dream team plus say I mean you, you could do but it won't happen no but Williamson has to come back I was going to say yeah, and, and at the back we thinking stay with Cody and yeah Cody Docker, well last like night. yeah Cody Doherty and then Harrison Williamson yeah. yeah I mean I think again Hawes' form over the last sort well when he wasn't suspended this year he's been really solid yeah, uh, he, I don't know he's, he's a very good player he yeah. seems to have just really kind of kicked up a notch in his development because I know I last season I was a bit like Okay, he's clearly got potential, but he's not there yet. I think you could learn a lot from Williamson as well, because Williamson's got a lot of experience mm. in, in, at the top level. And House is still young, and he needs somebody to learn from. And with all due respect, he's not going to learn a hell of a lot from Danny Bart, is it? Mm. No, if, if he's the guy that you're learning your trade from, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because, all right, he's captain, but he's not really a leader, is he? It's like learning English from someone who's dyslexic. That's what it's like though, because he's fucking awful. Yeah. He, he's not a leader. That was when we had a dry, we had a period last time for about twenty minutes where it was just we had we'd run out of ideas until Marshall came it's, on. It's not, has Danny Bapp ever told the defence no. to push up? He does, that, he does that thing with his arm, like he's a little windmill. And what's I that mean? What's that even mean? It's, it's like the, the difference when Ed Williamson talks to the yeah. defence is massive. I mean, it, well, I've said it many times now about when Williamson plays in between Iorfa and House, then, then two completely games. different players. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you've got a case of bringing Iorfa back because Cody's played a couple of games and mm-hmm. keep it rotating a bit like that. But he was he was the only bad fault again last night. And I know you can't play Williamson because he's like paper mache yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But he has to come back in, and he's showed already that he is capable of dropping down about now. And I think that's the only that's if anything else, that's the major thing you have to do against Fulham: bring Williamson back mm. and drop him. Yeah, because they're going to try and knock it around a, 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 our box a lot. On you're going to need organisation. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you've got back there, he's going to get drawn out as well. Like he did yeah, last night. They're going to be all over the shop, mm. and they'll just tear us apart. We're going to have to defend quite deep because they're going to have a lot of the ball for long yeah. periods of the game. And as that's well. when you need someone that knows what they're doing in terms of. Organising a defence and he's comfortable on the ball. Yeah. And Bart is neither of those. Who's Fulham's manager now? It's Yeah. 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 Got, he's done um, a cracking job there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look what he did at Watford. As well. of, they've got a bit of cash, though, to be fair. Yeah, but I mean, they were poor last season, wasn't London, they? Money. And I don't yeah. think anyone would have sat in this room and said, yeah, they'll be playing some of the best football in the league and fighting for the playoffs no. on the end of the season. 
No, they hats, hats off. We'll take your hat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really took good job. I mean, they got McDonald over, over there. What would you give to have him back? Would you not add him this midfield? No, I wouldn't. I'd have a midfielder similar to McDonald. Okay, let me change the question then. Would you have McDonald back at Wolves, or would you have McDonald in this Wolves midfield? You'd have the Kevin McDonald from League One. And maybe the first half of his first championship season, but the Kevin McDonald that was here for the last six, seven months, no way. Yeah, but he's obviously not on Cheltenham week anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Under under a good manager, he's showing that he is capable Mm. at this level. He was under Kenny Jacket. Yeah, I think he's too slow. He was under the handbrake. Yeah, he's got no pace. That's his problem. He's too slow. I don't don't need it. I don't it's think it's is killing him too much at Fulham, though. No, they don't play like that, do they? Exactly. I mean, we, we tried playing tippy-tappy football and everyone hated it. and oh, Forward, forward, <laughs> over and over again. I was going to say, that was at Rotherham as well. When we were passing the ball on the back four, 25 minutes into a game, and fans were getting frustrated. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why we... And we, we, we literally... Yeah. Seconds later, yeah. it was you know clipped that down fans are fucking idiots, that's why. Yeah, they are. Look at how many of our fans slagged off Saka when he came in. Yeah. And then look how good he was. Slagged off Finn Haldacosta when he first started. Slagged off Cavalero, because I haven't clue. But then we'll sign somebody from <laughs> Oldham Athletic, <laughs> who's young, British, Yorkshire lad, yeah. 23 years old, shit at football. <laughs> will he put 100% effort in and he'll be a fan favourite? And that's why we're <laughs> no, The problem is, we, play, we, play, we can't play at home because of fans like that. Yeah. We can't play yeah. at home because the fans don't give people a chance. I mean, it's not about generational things, it's just because they're idiots, they don't, they've got no football brain. Yeah. And you get to places like Brentford, where they understand good football. I mean, they were, they were ripped apart last night. And, they've, and a lot of them on Twitter and that we spoke to on the oh, way out, they, they absolutely, they said we were the best top side there that they've seen all season. And they appreciate football. A lot of people, mind you, sadly, do not understand modern football. They think it's the 70s, and they think it's kick and rush. And if if you've got the ball, it's like a hot potato. You've got to get rid of it straight away. And that's why we win away from home. Because we can't play at home because you have people like that on the backs all the time. Not even... Vocally, it's just kind of like a body language. You can, the you can feel for like apprehension when like Sace was dropping into a back three. And yeah, we weren't moving it quickly. But people were like genuinely disgusted <laughs> around back me. Three? Like, what is this witchcraft? What is, what is he doing? Pass it like... 4-4-2. Four, four, big man, little man. Two men on <laughs> two fast wingers. Get it out of line. Get the ball in the back. I remember Mixer. That's all we need. Under Solbakken, um, we had a home game on a Tuesday night. Uh, and at half time, I think it, we'd had 74% possession and it was nil nil. We got booed off. <laughs> the away team came I can't remember who it was, but they came out in the second half and you could tell straight away their legs had gone the away team. We won 3 0, mm. or we won 2 0. And it was so obvious what they were doing, but in fact, we just, Wolves fans couldn't even sit through 45 minutes. No, we don't, we, don't the give, we don't give managers chance to implement their style of play. Mm. That it's just we want results we want it, want but it now but we'll give it to managers like Mick McCarthy who yeah. do want to play who that us. old style Wingers. kind of football but you know God forbid Solbacker wants to get us to play a possession based game um, and play by percentages well no you know he doesn't play by percentages with Mick McCarthy but you know what I mean try and bring in something a bit like fresh and a bit modern transitional play yeah hey. and it's like it's just, it's a, we're, we're never going to win it's a bit. We're never going to be able to. I can't see unless it's something that happens organically and it happens slowly. Wolves are never going to be able to play like that. The only way just I because could, of the, the only way I could see it is if it and you can't touch that with organically. It's if the players who are coming through the system now, so your Ronans, your Gibbs, Whites, your Donovan Wilsons, are playing like that because they've played it for ten years at that club, and that's what they know. If our fans. Went to watch an under-23s game. They'd go back. Oh, I'm in the blood. I'll tell you what. Absolutely fantastic. They play some quality football. If you played... If they watched the under-23s on a Tuesday, they'd have that opinion. If we played exactly the same way on a Saturday, they'd be like, what the mm. f*** is going on here? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? It's, Who's passing it about? Yeah. It's yeah. hoofy. Oh, it's, it's, it's just... A, we, it's a, we need a complete mentality switch. It's a disease. Yeah. It's a British disease. It's the same with the England team as well. Okay, yeah. It's exactly the same as the England team. The same, the same way we, the Gareth Southgate trying to do his, his special ways and mm. stuff. We know what's going to happen against Germany when it turned over. And, <laughs> I mean, oh, but actually, it's a friendly, so we might win like last time. 
And then we'll play the same way against Lithuania. We know we said against Malta, and it was the best, mm. but he was trying to play that same way, pass it around and just pull them around, wear them out, create space, win that way. You ain't going to run around. But we can't... It, it's a British thing, and but Wolves is fundamental <laughs> in the, in in the, the club itself. Yeah. And you can you can change it as much as you want, and you can, but it, like you said, it's, Ben said it's going to take a long, long time, or you just got to, you got to have a manager who's got the bollocks to say, this is what we're doing. You can moan all you want. This is what we're doing. It's yeah. not even the manager to have the bollocks. It's the board to back a manager and yeah. stick with stick it when it's time. Yeah. yeah. That that's been the issue because Solbach and I know people didn't like him. He was trying to change something different. The board lost their arseholes and got rid of him and got Saunders in. If they'd have kept him, then you don't know where we would be. Now on, okay. Then. Hmm? Well, oh, the board lost their arseholes. So in an ideal world. I think Lambert wants to play this sort of almost Borussia Dortmund kind of way. In, in his That's head. how Borussia Dortmund play football. <laughs> no, okay. Don't they feel that state. It's the cheap tickets. No, but right. The press thing. Yeah, I, I, he did, he, I think that's how Lambert would like his team to set up. And that, in, that. in theory. So what you're saying then is we need to give a manager time and we need to give them the chance to implement it. Does that mean... Not Lambert, think... though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This is the... No, but that's the problem. I'm not being say... hypocritical. No, but we'll Lambert. say that about every yeah. manager. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, yeah. listen, um, I'll put a tweet out today, and I says, I think the best thing for Wolves was to go with a manager that has never had a job before. Because every great... <laughs> ma- no, no, listen. <laughs> listen. Every great manager has to have a first job somewhere, doesn't he? Mm. He has to. Mourinho had to have a first job somewhere. Ferguson... I have to have a first job somewhere, didn't he? Arsenal Wenger, I have to have a first job somewhere. Who are you pitching? <laughs> Ryan Giggs, for example. That was his thing, you Giggs. Just as an example, and I'm not yeah. saying get Giggs in. No, you know, no, no. Just you, because uh. as soon as Lambert, or say if we sat Lambert and we brought in Alan Pardew, for example, as soon as they start to get a couple of bad results, but he did shit at Palace, but he did shit at Blackburn, and that's what we're going to turn to straight away. Get him out because he did shit yeah. here. But if we mm-hmm. say, say we've got Giggs in, or shut up. Shut up. Or, 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 or say, or yep. just yep. Frank Michael Stam. Owen. <laughs> Yapstam. Well, yep. Yeah, or yep. Yapstam. Or, Ready. Perfect yeah. example. Dennis Burkamp. Lee's then we can <laughs> say, okay, this is how he wants to play football and we'll run with it. And we can't say he's been shit here, he's been shit there because but, he, he hasn't. But well, when like, the results go, will people not say, well, he hasn't. He's never, he's never managed, he's inexperienced, he's clueless. What's like when results started to go for Zenga. He's never even managed in England. The same thing. I still I, I, think the same. People I, are still going to panic if results don't. I think. Well. I think that's where the board needs to come out and say, "This is what we're doing for two years." Even I if it doesn't quite work out, we're sticking with him for at least two years because the what he's told us, his ideas are, and where he wants the club to be, how he wants the club to be playing football. We totally agree with, and that's what we want as well. So we're going to stick by. Him. Do you back him in a relegation? Like Newcastle did with Benitez. Yeah. No, but look at someone like Eddie yeah. Howe's your better example. He did it obviously he did a lot of coaching at Bournemouth and at Pompey, I think, as well at the same time. I mean Bournemouth were in a financial struggle anyway, so he kind of had to basically have a manager who had no expectations on money or anything. And he grew with that club, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good example because when Eddie Howe was hired, Bournemouth fans we're possibly thinking, who the fuck's this guy? He's, he's never managed anyone before. Why don't we get John Gregory? But look at John Sitter. No, that's just like as him. an example. But look at Eddie Howe now. Mm. We'd all have him. Yeah. But what you, for every Eddie Howe is also Tony Adams and yeah. I mean, Keith Curl. Okay, would you be happy if well, we Keith Curl would, would you have been happy if we yeah. kept Rob Edwards in? Yeah, oh, he's got to be more. I'm trying to think of your context. And just say, Rob, what happened to the end of the season? Personally. No, because I'm not a fan of Rob, Rob Edwards as a manager. Yeah, would you have Scott Sellers then? I would have gone for somebody who can demand respect from the players because we've got a lot of players who can't. When things don't go their way, cry. But you get somebody like Gerardin, and I'm not saying bring. I'm just using these examples. Yeah, but if you get Gerardin, I mean, use Lampard instead. Imagine if all together. Yeah, always <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 One has to stand up once it's through to the ground. The players can't say shit to Stephen Gerrard. Well, they, oh, well, if I was him, I'd just put YouTube on and say, type my name in. I'll type yours in. You've probably got some little 13-year-old who's made a 
Dave Edwards skills and compilation 2016-17. To be fair, if you argue with Steven Gerrard, I'll probably just punch you in a nightclub. But, you know, just somebody in that mould. I'm not saying the people who I've mentioned are who we should go for, but I just think that should be our idea. So you say we need to pick our manager from, like... Premier League stick album 2006. Yes. Okay. Just Georgie King Clapson. No, the Cowley Brothers or someone like that. Just as a. Yeah. As a to yeah. be fair. Yeah. I'd look, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they do in what yeah. probably League Two next yeah, season because yeah. everything I've sort of seen and heard of them um, in this cup run and what they've been doing with that club. You're right. They're someone who've just changed the entire mentality of the club and just said mm. we're doing it like this. Do you believe know the, us? the thing about the um, the wages as well? Because yeah, we split. It's yeah, split fi- fi- it's split fifty fifty. Even mm. though Danny Kelly's actually the manager and gets paid more, the, the money's pulled together, so they get fifty fifty. But, but they've always kind of been referred to as not joint managers, but it's always been the County Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And I think is that like a, a, a blues band from like the fifties or something? <laughs> like the Wachowski Brothers. Yeah. Although they're the Wachowski be... sisters now. I don't know who the Wachowski The ones who made The Matrix. Aren't they doing... Uh, they're both gone transsexual. Yeah. And they're doing a reboot of Matrix Yeah, but they're well. not involved. I was, going, oh. I was not going to say this because I know you're getting mad. So you two brothers <laughs> both had sex changes. Yeah. That's, that's weird. <laughs> but it's very, very rare. Like, but, uh, yeah. Ridiculously rare. Yeah. We, no, we couldn't have them. Did they do it at the same time? You don't want that yeah. sibling rivalry. Yeah. yeah. One, did it, one did it first. And then the other thought, I'm having a bit Dragging it back to Fulham... As I don't really want to do, to be honest, because um, I'm enjoying the man. <laughs> Ryan Sessignon, who's 16, is basically their first choice fullback at the moment. Yeah, and did you hear what happened to him at Newcastle? That's shocking. what I was going to say. Absolutely disgusting. No. Right, 16 years old, almost a, I was going to say a child prodigy, scores two goals. They're, Good finishes as well. Yeah. Um, are they 3-1 three three one one. up at this? Yeah. 3-1 up, so game's out of sight. Win a penalty. Wasn't it in like the 92nd minute as well yeah. or something? 92nd minute. I'm, I might even be in a bit poetic. I think he won the penalty as well. And they're, Tim, they're in added time. Yeah. Tim Ream, captain, takes the ball off him, as it himself, misses. Enemy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Just, that, that, that's, a, that's a two week fine in my book. Yeah, it's disgusting. And they missed 11 penalties or something this season. But yeah. Missed yeah, but for, for, for it's all different players as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fulham are cursed. Until, until Saturday. You know, that's, no. forget. that's all three. Forget, <laughs> <but> three <laughs> one up, like... I know. I'm just upset. It, it's character building, that's what that is. <laughs> 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 I'm all for it. <laughs> would that be you in that situation? Would you, would you, character you, building. <laughs> you know when a 16-year-old swan around with a match ball? Spot the champagne, no, can't even no, drink. No, get he, him back on the ball. No, he, he's in better the than you when... I mean, Discipline. It's going to be at Spurs in August anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Tim, Tim Reed is a, what, a solid 13 years older than him. Yeah. So he needs to put him in his place. Um, any other fun Danish men we need to speak about? Tom Carney's been outstanding. Uh, Sonny Aluko's having a good season. Mm. You're handsome as well in midfield, is good. Mm. They're just good. Yeah, pretty much across the board. That um, Floyd Aiti. Yeah. Battered us Martin's at home as well, didn't he? Who that? Martin. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a bit of an odd one because they're... McLaren wanted him back at Derby and then, of course, he's got the old Spanish archer. This <laughs> 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 I don't know if Spanish archers would elbow people. It's when they pull back. <laughs> An out, you get the elbow, oh. you? you pull an arm. Okay. Unless you look a T-Rex arm, I'm talking about dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And Jeremy Beadle. Jeremy Beadle. Yeah. Uh, predictions for Saturday then, gents? Uh, we'll start with Luke. Oh, 1-1. Ben? 3-1 for them. 3-0 walls. <laughs> Just because nothing makes any sense anymore. No, he's right, yeah. Nothing makes any sense anymore. So I'm just going to ask you. 8-5. 8-5, yeah. I mean, yeah, 4-4 four, four, four early in the season. No one could have predicted mm. that. I mean, they're going well. We've just got a, a little renaissance of our, our own. Who knows? If they actually, if he plays a sensible team, but come to 2 o'clock, Twitter's going to be in meltdown again like it is every week. It makes no difference if he picks because the team is just... The team just is the team. It's <laughs> there's no r- rhyme or reason to any of it. So why not three 0 I'm yes. gonna go two one Wolves. Okay. I'm gonna go one one. I don't see us winning, but I reckon we can hold on to a point. 
Yeah, I've more than take you know a lot of people is talking about Brentford being a free hit yesterday. Well, I mean we're what five points off them now. Yeah, uh, with a game in hand, admittedly. The only points we have the playoffs. <laughs> that's that's a big question. You know, we we do pretty much skip between playoff hopefuls and relegation yeah. battle, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Wolves are currently uh, let's see we're on 42 points Sheffield Wednesday on 62 20 points any points Se- left to play I mean that's I mean that's what 7 games There's still 36 points after that 7 how, games how many teams have we got to jump <laughs> 12 so we've just got we've got to jump half a league as long, table as long as we've mm. got more points than 13 teams in the last yeah, I mean there's 30 to play for there's where it is a mathematically yeah. possible for us to be able to I don't to even do think it. yeah I'll hang on there's got to be a lot of I think the dream's gone there's got to be a lot of draws from other teams and us do a lot of winning I think I think maybe next year I'm, st- I'm not giving up after this. Should we end uh, this week on Twitter corner then? Yes. Uh, on, thank you to everyone who sent in your questions. Uh, let's start with uh, DJ Sheriff. Which is better, the British or American Office? The British. I've never watched the that's American what, one. That's what he's asking. Yeah, they're very different. I mean, the British one. British one because it was the original. Yeah, it was the original. Yeah, British. Yeah. Is he British. is he called DJ Sheriff? It's um Dan Sheriff, but it's Twitter's DJ okay, Sheriff. Oh. It, he, he's doing a bit of writing for us actually. Yeah, I'll go with it then, that's fine. I just thought it was gonna be like a you know, like DJ Shrek and you remember people like that and they used to bring out the high pitched Or DJ yeah. Qualls. People yeah. like that, but if that's his initials. Oh uh, yeah, they're they are they are actually initials he's got um a dot in between each one. Yeah, run so with it. He's fine. Sorry. No worries, no worries. It, well, I haven't cleared it up. I did that for a while. I, I, I went to SK. You did, yeah. yeah. Because I couldn't say Stuart Hall because oh. there was a big obvious connection. Oh, yeah. What is Stuart Hall? He's uh, a massive paedophile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> not know he's he's a it. massive paedophile. <laughs> when, the, when, the, when he was... Um, <laughs> when he was, sent, when he was oh. sent down and it was the front page of the sun, I went in the shot in the start on, on my own Took a picture of the front cover. I put it on my own Facebook. Just to get ahead of the game. Yeah. So there was no other option. Yeah, you, yeah, you got Sometimes you've got to beat a new story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you've done there. Beat the bullies. <laughs> so, British office. British. British. Yeah, I'd go British. I like the American the, office. but The American office was better when it started doing its own thing. Yeah, after sort of second season, it, yeah. it, it did well. Is it worth a watch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, first season's... There's, a, I think, the first episode is almost word for word. word, for word yeah. Oh. yeah, but honestly, if you get you get past those six episodes and it actually becomes an American sitcom. Yeah, it's very good. It's actually quite good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Greg asks. Oh, he's got two questions. I have two questions. Green, green <laughs> uh, Greg, um, do you see our form improving with Cavs' return? Yes. 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 Because yes. yeah. he's really good. And um, can you see Lambert playing Graham when he's back? Where would he fit into this? Another winger. Yeah, <laughs> another winger who's prone to an injury. Yeah, a bit tricky. You, My could, you, could, you could then play if he brought him back into the fold and everything, and he'd mm-hmm. stop being and start behaving himself. If that's what the thing was, um, you could leave Cav bit as a ten. Yeah, and then, have then what, then Graham got, on the left, on the right. and then you've still got Vyman and Marshall as well. So I mean, you'll have squad depth. To be fair, last. Ron's. I doubt Vaughn will be here next season. I mean, on the last two performances, if we can get him through about a million, I'd take, I'd do it. No, you want to be aiming higher than that. But from from what he's started to show, he started to show the form that he, he had at Villa. He gets, when he, when if he, he gets was five fit. goals between now and the end of the season, it's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's well, better, I him as a striker. Yeah, he's yeah. still I mean, he's, he's a striker. It's not what we want, is he? Mm. Do we take yeah. it because... I mean, it, it's he's decent enough at this level. Well, I, well I, think, I think you sell Dicker in the summer. Yeah, I mean, so you need. I think we need. We're going to need four strikers. Or we're going to need to sign four strikers in the that's summer. That's class. Yeah, or, or that's class, baby. Wait, I No, no, no. What about Dickens? Well, three, yeah. three. Gladden, two. No, what no, about no, Noel? Gladden counts for mine. Jonathan Wilson. No strikers. Right. We're fully stopped. That's some money saved. Terminate Vyman's loan. We're fine. That's the thing with Ennis. When is he back, though? Because he's going to he's going to take a month. He's on the training. He's going to take a month or so to get back, and then it's going to be pre-season as well after that injury. I mean, so. Ennis yeah. is um, on the bench at the moment for the under twenty threes, so he's fit enough to be on the bench. I think, I I think he might get a subs appearance. I can't see Graham playing too much football this season for the first team. 
personally. No, 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 no I don't think. You know, I don't even think he's going to make the bench for another three or four matches. No, I mean, then you've only got six in, left. He's apparently in full time training now, so you got to hope that he's been what pushing for an under twenty three. I just hope Lambert doesn't f- him off like he did at Villa because you know the kid's talented, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's got talent. Yeah. Um, Touches quite nicely onto the next one by Hayden O'Connor. How many of the current squad would you take into next season? Four. <laughs> Four. Um, you're going to be looking at getting rid of the complete deadwood. I mean, it's probably easier to say who would you... I know, let's go for three players you'd like I'll to see keep on. House, Iorfa, um, Sace, Edebacare, Ennis, Graham, Costa, Caballero. Anyone else got sold, I wouldn't be too bothered. Doherty? Mm. Sorry, that would say. Yeah. It all depends on how much we are going to spend. Yeah. And what division we're in. One yeah, so million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Gladden. Gladden. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Derek Crosby asked what kind of transfer activity can we expect in the summer given the amount of money the owners possess. So more, than, more than this summer. Yeah, well, on. no, quality over quantity this time. And you can take it, you can have a couple of, like, Wild out there ones. Mm. I mean, just a uh, usual under eighteen signing. Um, but you've got to be looking at actual proper quality players this time. I can see the the transfer record being smashed again. More than thirteen. Yes. Who do you reckon we're going to sign for? Fifteen million then. Andrei Shevchenko. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. Uh, probably somebody from Monaco. Yeah. Even I mean, to be fair, I say that. Let's just look on Benfica B team and. Oh, there's a fry cat <laughs> called Benfica B. Tell you what, I'll, I'll, don't worry, mate. I'll fill, I'll fill. Um, our own Rob Fletcher asks Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Awful question. Yeah. Although, it depends where. Cause He's got a nice gif on it, so it's fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Again, not an audio feature. Because some, yeah. sometimes when you, you get Coke and it's too watered down, it's almost, it's almost like it's worse than Pepsi as standard. Mm. So. I mean, I'm just going on, on pub facts. <laughs> I want us to sign <laughs> as a child. Again, we've got to add this on to yeah, uh, yeah. weekly features. Pub right facts. <laughs> yeah, the, when the syrup... Yeah, exactly. Oh, excellent. So, so, yeah, they take it back. Yeah, when the syrup's on its last legs. But, I mean, obviously I don't drink Coke anymore as a grown man. <laughs> as a grown man. <laughs> as opposed to these baby men <laughs> all the time. Could you not have a Coke if you're hungry? McDonald's Coke is the... Statistically, we need to sign a striker from Benfica B called Luka Jovic. There you go, people. It's fucking amazing. He's fucking, he's, he's sorry, it's quality. Luka Jovic, that's who we need to sign. I would, I would ask farewell, but. <laughs> I was a little bit going to be key with how the Thelwell Falson Mendes link works because the, of the players now that uh, like the Costas Cavaliers Thelwell hasn't had a no, time won't to be leave any of them. spell their names exactly exactly so what's he going to do I mean, mm. is that 5-5 five, five if, any, <laughs> if anything mm. else if anything else if Thelwell sacked in the summer that would be a massive plus. I would take Farewell being sacked over Lambert, and I don't like Lambert. I don't like him at all. I mean, but what we said a bit earlier about the, um, the the Dortmund thing, last night was the first example of, if he wants to play his pressing game, they actually pressed last night, mm. and they did work well, and they moved, and, and did that kind of what he talked about. If it's a one-off, then fair enough. But yeah, Lamb- Farewell being sacked would be, be all like, oh, like Christmas in a couple of months. Because yeah. it's useless. It's absolutely useless. Yeah, so bad. So, so bad. Um, we'll end it on um, a question from Disgruntled Sace. I don't know his actual name. It's at mspencer936, whoever you are. Who'll be the next youngster to be given a debut? Bar, obviously, uh, Christian Herc. Yeah, I- I'd like to see Herc just for the sort of the Herc police puns. I can just bombard Yeah, but they won't like that, though, will they? In the team lineup. Shut it for like top six. It's oh, you're fine. gonna actually kill the people that so desperately want him in there. <laughs> yeah. it's, oh, they've been desperate <laughs> for him to be in all season. Then you're gonna ruin it. With terrible puns. <laughs> Excellent. I'm, I've got no shade when it comes to it. 
Fog life now. The glasses <laughs> yeah. come down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's probably a good point to end the show. Uh, thanks to everyone who's listened. Keep up to date with all things Fancast on Twitter at WWFC Fancast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, I believe, as well. Um, I don't know who actually runs it, but I think it's Alex or something. It's a young person's game, isn't it? <laughs> um, thanks once again to our sponsors, Upper Creative. If you want a nice looking website, go give them a call. For this week, it's goodbye from Chris. So, yeah. Have you found it okay? Yeah, same. Yeah, oh, easy on Before we come back. If you all agree that <laughs> you all agree that Butler's a hero, then shoot, sure, it's goodbye for you. Ben, bye, bye, and Luke. See you later. And it's goodbye for me. Can we just say first? Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> they're remaking the fly as well. Are they? What with uh, Jeff Goldblum? Well, well, we, oh. yeah. Well, it's a remake of a remake. It's yeah. a damn outrage. It's one of the best films of all time. Okay. Just, okay. And on that bombshell, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>